0: Welcome to Hannah's Heart.
1: So Hannah, she's just one of the women who did struggle with infertility in the Bible. No matter who we are, we can be inspired by the fact that Hannah took her pain to God and God heard her and was with her. So when she was praying at the temple, she had been weeping and not eating and her lips were moving, but her eyes were closed and the priest was like... Why are you drunk at the temple? Because yeah. it can become an obsession when you want Wanting a child so deeply. And desiring that baby and to be a mama every holiday, every Mother's Day. This is not a show that's going to promise you a certain outcome, but this is a show that says however God answers your cry, we know that He's enough. Hey, I'm Anne and today I have a special co-host on again. I think this is our fourth show together now. Will, hey,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, you'd think I wouldn't be rusty at that anymore. Um, but we have I'm about ready on, to
0: say, I, and I'm Will.
1: And I'm Will, I'm maybe Will. we should have done that Will. this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's still filling in for Kendra um, on this show, who at the time that you're probably hearing this is at home with a sweet baby, so y'all be praying for her and Eric. Um, and we still have on our special guest, Matt and Andrea Powell, Thank y'all for being here once again. Um, Thanks for having us. I think we'll uh, finish up y'all's story today. So real quick, if you have not heard their story, we're on part four of their story. This is a first. So y'all need to go back and listen to part one, two, and three. So um, you're going to be way behind on what we're talking about if you don't go listen to those episodes first. So um Let's just start where we left off last time. We had talked about the death of y'all's son, Judah, Mm -hmm. um, and how really just how y'all were handling that. Like Y'all were talking about how life stopped and continued all at the same time. So if y'all are good, if we just start Mm -hmm. off there.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, In that manner there, life stopping and starting Uh, about a month after Judah died, we found out we were expecting again total shock total surprise (laughs) like oh my goodness i remember calling my doctor and saying like i don't know how we're supposed to do this like i I, i'm not even able to take care of myself right now Mm -hmm. like i I can't eat i can't sleep i'm you know i'm grieving how am i supposed to take care of this life growing inside of me Mm -hmm. and she was so precious dr cassie hill um just love her tremendously I remember her um, holding my hands. I had gone into a visit and she just held my hands and she said, God doesn't make mistakes on giving us Mm -hmm. babies in the Mm -hmm. time that he gives them to us. She said, God's given you this baby for a reason. And it truly became evident throughout those next nine months that I needed this little baby to help me walk through the wow. grief, it allowed me to pour my um, focus into caring for myself, right. which when you're in a state of grief, that often gets pushed to the side. Right. Um, I still had children. I mean, we did. We had children at home. <laughs> like we, there was a, a child yeah. in a crib that needed to be gotten up and changed and mm-hmm. fed and taken care of. And so it kept me from just crawling into a hole because
1: mm. that's where I wanted to go. Right. Right. And you probably just would have stayed there and if you wouldn't there. have still had your mom duties, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Uh we decided
2: from the get-go, we didn't know if she was a boy or girl yet, but we decided that we wanted to name a baby with the meaning light. So if it was a boy, his name was going to be Luke. Okay. But if it was a girl, it was going to be Lucy because that means light as well. And if you know us, uh-huh. we have a lot of A's. have <laughs> got an Ashlyn, an Adeline, an Ainsley. I'm Andrea. My sisters are A names. So it was really kind of a hard jump when we found out she was a girl that we really like, are we really going to do this? Are we going to break off from <laughs> the A's? Right. But it's so special now to see this little girl, Lucy, who mm-hmm. is. A lot of light, sometimes <laughs> lightning, we joke, mm-hmm. um, and her middle name is Joy, and she has definitely brought so much light and joy and was such a light and joy in that mm-hmm. dark, dark season for us, so uh, definitely life-stopping and then life-giving. <laughs> you know, you've got Judah gone, but now this new little life, right you know, that's a part of our family, and absolutely in no way does a baby replace right. Uh, A child, you know, uh, some people struggle to find the right things to say and say the wrong thing, and we never saw Lucy as a replacement, but just such a gift of light and joy in such a dark, dark season for our family.
1: Right.
0: So uh, we have, at this point, five children in heaven, Mm -hmm. the four babies that we miscarried and don't don't know what to name them. Right. And uh, then we have Judah, who's in heaven as well. And that was one of the things is that it was kind of interesting the way we thought about it, of like, oh, well, he can be their big brother, even though they're yeah. mm-hmm.
1: his, his big, big siblings, siblings. But yes. it's
0: when you lose a baby, it's part of it's like life pauses right there, and yeah. that's that's what you know them as. And uh, But we were comforted greatly that um, Judah was in heaven with his family. And then uh, about a year and a half later, my grandfather dies. Very close to him. Judah was very close to him. And it was, Mm -hmm. hey, it's going to be okay. They they are together again. One of the things that Andrea and I have talked about a lot through the years is kindnesses, Mm -hmm. um, meaning the little things that God does for you that he doesn't have to do for you. He just does because he's good and he's kind and Mm -hmm. every good gift comes from him. And especially when the backdrop is you know, hard and terrible things, kindnesses are just that more intense. So there have been a lot of kindnesses. One of the sweet little kindnesses about Lucy (laughs) is that I already told you, all of my kids are blondies and they all look fairly similar Mm -hmm. to each other. They
1: look like siblings. And (laughs) then all
0: of a sudden – Lucy came along and was a horse of a different color. <laughs> at, at birth, she had jet black hair. Like, Sweet, and like lots of it. Eyes.
1: Yeah. She didn't look like our baby. I, re- <laughs> I
0: remember looking at her and I was just like, I don't.
1: I've never they, seen that a baby like this. Is, are, are
0: we sure that this is our child? Like, um, and just one of the kindnesses of it wasn't like looking into the face of Judah right. or like, it right. was just. This is something totally different. And that <laughs> child has lived up to that. She has been something uh, uh, totally we different. talked, you know, the, the line from the Wizard of Oz, a horse of a different color. She has been our first child that was totally unlike all the other children. That's right. And she she entered the ground. It, it, she entered the world running. I said that about Judah, but she entered the world running and screaming and jumping <laughs> and just doing all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So she is full of life.
1: And if I'm remembering right, is she the one that likes to carry Judah's uh, little lovey around? Oh, okay. Yeah, so so that's a sweet thing. Yes, Judah had a
2: little dog, dog, uh, lovey, that um, he affectionately called Dog Dog. And he had the day that he died, and we were dropping off at day school that morning, and Ainsley was 10 months old at the time, and she was crying, and um, he said, Here. I'll give you Dog Dog. You can take Dog Dog oh, and you wow. won't cry anymore. So he had passed Dog Dog off to, to Ainsley that day. So, Ainsley. Ainsley. so okay. Ainsley
1: passed Dog Dog off to Lisa. Okay. Lucy okay. was born. Uh, okay. Yes, yes. So and Dog Dog's still around. Dog Dog is yes, loved. Loved. <laughs> loved, oh, love, loved. Yes. yes. I love that. Because, uh, yeah, it has Judah's name on it there. Does. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It does. Yes. I love that. That's so sweet. So, <laughs> so sweet. Okay, so we are now... We have Ainsley and then Lucy, and now, how long after Lucy does new baby come? Okay, so Lucy was born in November of
2: 2018, and then in December of 2019, um, I found out on a Monday that we were expecting, and that Friday...
0: And we were wanting another right, one. Right, we
2: did want another baby. We did... And-
0: No child replaces another. Right. But we just wanted another one.
2: We did. We we did. And that Friday of the same week, so four weeks pregnant on Monday, find out. And that Friday, uh, I am diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. And, you know, we've talked about this a lot of, like, just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm. You know, we've gone through... So many heartaches, so many hardships, and you know, again, this like life and death stuff. It, you find out life on a Monday and Friday. It's like, oh wow, cancer. like cancer, like this is not how this is supposed to be. Um, after Judah died, I really, um, I was angry. Yeah, I, I was broken. Um, you know, I had told God my heart couldn't break anymore. You know, why would you give us this miracle and then take them away? Um, God's so merciful and so kind to listen to his children and love his children through the questions, Mm -hmm. through the hurt. Um, uh, He really cares for us and he was tender and faithful and caring for me. Um, he led me through that dark season and all of those questions and proved, you know, that every promise in Him is yes and amen. Uh, I have said that as a child, I came to know Christ, but I didn't really understand the gospel the way that I do now after walking through this season. Um, a verse mm-hmm. is in Romans um, that says, "God did not even spare His own Son." You know, oh wow! And so that is a God who can be trusted. And I say all that to say a God that loves me. And one that would lay down the life of his son, where I would never lay down the life of my son for somebody, is a guy that can be trusted. So we get to this point, find out I'm pregnant, and I've got breast cancer. And on a Monday morning, I'm at a doctor's office. And we hear that this may um, not—I guess I'll let Matt kind of share at this point, because it, it was in a difficult place for us
0: yeah so one of the things is it's hard for me and i believe we either mentioned this earlier or maybe it was off air but it's hard for me to isolate the pain from each individual thing right because for us it has been a snowball like the the miscarriages were felt when we found out that judah had a heart condition and is he going alive Is he going to live? And then all of that stuff was felt when Judah died. Mm -hmm. And then now we get to this, that, hey, we're going to have another baby. Oh, wait, your wife has cancer. And it happens to be a very aggressive cancer that is progesterone and estrogen positive, which means the hormones that are dramatically increased during pregnancy to provide for a baby Mm -hmm. to have life from the mother that – those hormones are going to feed Andrea's cancer and this makes her like a walking power keg bomb so to speak and it was it was like hey what are what are we going to do here and and it was something that we've said it's hard to isolate pain into all right this was that pain and this was that pain and this was that pain you feel them all at once and they Mm -hmm. snowball and so like i feel like we have like a pain and hurt bag that that we carry around and every time you throw something new into the pain and hurt bag, it bumps into all the other things that are in there and everything in the bag runs into everything else in the bag. And then you feel all of that at once. So it's very much cumulative that you've you it hurt feels big when there's been so many. Okay. So the doctor tells us that, hey um, – we need to treat this cancer. We cannot leave this cancer untreated. This is very aggressive and it's fed by these hormones.
2: And I'm uh, 5 weeks at the time. 5 weeks pregnant. Medically, you don't do anything until okay. you're at least 12 weeks like you leave right. that first trimester alone. Right. Like no intervention can be done. C-
0: correct. Only the st- only stuff that they were talking about was e- like experimental type stuff of right. people doing surgeries or things like that or cancer treatments before the first trimester. And it was, hey, Okay, we need to take care of Andrea and we're going to do our best to take care of this baby, but we're going to have to have a priority here. And it was this moment of like, you have got to be kidding me. How in the world am I in a chair with my wife and we are even pondering mm-hmm. the thought of ending a pregnancy? We, I mean, we are lifelong believers. In life, we are pro-life. We love all children. We think they are all a gift from God, and
1: and you are wanting another baby, right? We wanted we this baby.
0: wanted this baby, so, and now we are sitting in a chair talking about ending a pregnancy, even though it was to save Andrea. Right. And it, it, and by God's grace, it doesn't come to that. But it was like I remember that was the most horrific moment in my life. I was mm. angry. I think
1: I remember seeing you that night. Somehow we had been over at your house that night, and just seeing you as our pastor, as our friend.
0: I hope I didn't say curse words.
2: (laughs) You might have. (laughs) I I was so. You
0: might have. I don't know. We're not in a good place And I I don't use curse words, but I just it was. I was so angry. It was like, how in the world?
1: angry for you like uh, what? what yeah like,
0: what? why in the world is this happening and oh uh, and it was it was just it was just an awful awful place but in that we were assured by mm-hmm. good doctors danny sanders here in town um and uh, Pascal wilson our oncologist at the time and then uh also dr reed dr buckley others that were helped with with this it was just the right people were there to comfort yeah. us mm-hmm. through that. And then I cannot express our gratitude to Andrea's doctor. Mm-hmm. Um we had Dr. Hill but also Doctor Turner. Doctor Turner. Yeah. Dr. Turner. And Dr. Turner was
1: just trying to figure everything out and Yeah.
0: And um I know doctors don't wear capes. <laughs>
1: We but we think our doctors if, did.
2: <laughs>
0: if they could have, they should have, because mm-hmm. they just rushed in and helped us. And yeah. then there was, there were I, I can't even name all the doctors. Uh, uh, the posse of them. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of the maternal Justin. Yeah, uh, Doctor Brewer. Doctor Brewer, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, just anyway, they swooped in to be used by God to to help us. Yes. But we we did not end the pregnancy by God's grace, and just prayed that
2: seven weeks.
0: The seven weeks that the cancer would not spread. Yeah. They had done a biopsy to see if the cancer had spread to the lymph nodes because mm-hmm. if it had, they were going to almost insist, we have to go ahead yeah. and do cancer treatment because this is too dangerous. We have right. to save Andrea. And there was one spot they were concerned about, and it turned out it wasn't that big of a deal On after they did the biopsy. When Andrea did have... The procedure and the treatments on week 12 it turned out that place was actually cancerous after all and mm-hmm. I just think yeah. that the Lord just protected Peter and Absolutely. protected Andrea through that right. and then we went on this journey she had a radical surgery at 12 weeks and then at 16 weeks started, started chemo. chemotherapy mm-hmm. and for three months adriamycin and cytoxin they call it the red devil adriamycin and she right. Took that while while pregnant, all the while in the middle of COVID just right. beginning. I mean, and yeah, there's all this craziness time. and, and yes. stuff like that. So there was that added fear of like, you know, if if you're a senior adult or immune suppressed. Well, she was immune suppressed, and we're thinking, oh my goodness, can this get any worse? <laughs> like, what what is going on here? But we were t- we were protected. It was it was right. okay. She got the treatment that she needed, and the baby was okay. And we did not wait this time <laughs> to, to find out. <laughs> We found out at 12 weeks that this was a a boy. Boy. A boy. And we had already picked out a name for a boy.
2: We had. So the year before, we had been. Well, I guess it was earlier that spring. We Mm -hmm. had been to Israel and we'd been out on the um the the Sea Sea of of Galilee, and our minister had shared a uh, devotion that day and it really touched our hearts about the the pain that we had been in and just the hope uh insurance we have in jesus and his love for us and while we were on that boat out on the sea of galilee matt said hey if we have another baby and if it's a boy i want to name him peter Mm -hmm. and so i said okay, we'll do that. And when I found out that we were pregnant and that I had cancer, I went to Psalms and um, I don't have the reference pulled up right now, but I just began to pray that the Lord would be my rock and the baby's rock, that he would cover us. You know, in the South, we don't really understand the the, the magnitude of the name of calling God our rock. But when you're in Israel and you go see the, the big, caverns and caves and the rock that they're talking about is a a place to find safety and refuge Mm -hmm. and protection and so again we began to pray that over this baby and then we found out he was a boy it was like yes because Peter means rock and that's Mm. what we wanted to name him and um, and God did he surely did that he protected Peter through chemo through surgeries through um, other uh, medical procedures I had to have along the way that could have been very um, detrimental to his Mm -hmm. health and we just prayed specifically god let him be born healthy and not need any intervention don't let him come any earlier than um that he would require to be taken from us in the room uh and at 36 weeks we went in and that baby boy came out screaming and hollering (laughs) and perfectly healthy Not, not no a... No you stay. Nothing. Crazy. No None intervention.
0: It was... And we
2: just got to it was hold...
0: Okay. And it was, like, surreal. Like, boy. we can keep
2: him. Right.
1: We can we keep keep him. Keep I knew he was going to be,
0: baby. like, because he'd had all this chemo with his mom, like, right. the incredible Hulk. Like, <laughs> he exactly was just, like at some was point said. he was going yeah. you know, to turn green. Turn green. <laughs> but,
2: um, anyway. But just a precious, mm. a precious little life that we're so grateful to have. His middle name is Samuel, which means... God has heard. Mm-hmm. So God was our rock and he has heard us. But also it's special to us because Judah's favorite Bible story is the story of the little boy Samuel oh. being called. And mm. wow. uh, so we will share that with him, of course, as Peter gets mm-hmm. older and can understand all of that behind the the choice of his name. But
0: uh, One of the things in processing the anger, I, I don't remember being angry at God at Judah's death. Um. In fact, I don't remember being angry at God, period. And I know that sounds strange because right, Andri- Andrea wrestled I, with that. I wrestled
2: with that. Um,
0: I, did. I just don't I just remember being angry at life. Mm-hmm. Like just it was not like I'm mad at God, I'm gonna curse God. It was never that at all. It was all like, man, I felt like Job where he was like Curse me the day I was born, like th- that should he was so angry at life, right. and it says in all this, you know, Job did not sin. That it's okay to be angry. Yeah. It's okay to be angry when things fall apart, right. and then it's okay to have questions for God. I mean, gosh, right. half of the Psalms are are very raw of yeah. people mm-hmm. talking and just sharing their heart with God. But one of the things that we have learned through the miscarriages, through the loss of Judah and then facing cancer and stuff like that is that there's a big moment in Genesis when Abraham is having a conversation with God about what God is going to do with the city of Sodom. And he's pondering whether God is going to punish that city and just wipe everybody out, the righteous along with the wicked. And Abraham says a line that has carried us through everything And he doesn't ask it as a question. He uses it as a question to make a statement that he believes about God. And he says, will not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. have found that because when you lose a baby or you can't have a baby and you want one, you you lose a baby in miscarriage, you bury a child, you face cancer, all of those things, you can drift into questioning God's goodness Mm -hmm. Yes. But what we have seen over and over and over and over again is that he is good. And there's this question of like, well, could have God done something different? Yeah, he could have. We, we, know, we know that. I, I don't think God caused our children to die. or God. I think this is a very broken world and things happen sometimes. But we believe that God does as he pleases. But he always pleases to do right. Mm-hmm. And we have seen that over and over again. Yeah. And when people ask me, Matt, tell me about your life. When I sit down and I'm riding, you know, on public transportation with somebody or like on an airplane or somebody's like, hey, tell me about, you know, let's talk about life. And I start telling them about all the hard things we've been through. I, I typically get a look like,
1: Dearing dude, the it's like mm-hmm. good in the
0: grief. <laughs> but I. Andrew and I don't even think about it that any – we don't – we just don't think about it, and that's just God's goodness. We certainly remember Judah every day. We think about those miscarried children, but that's not what dominates our life. What Mm -hmm. dominates our life is just knowing and experiencing God's goodness, and we have – in the highs and the lows, God has been good, and I would not wish pain or the pain we've experienced on anybody – but what we've been able to experience through the hardship and the closeness that God has brought and Jesus has brought through this, I would wish that on everybody.
1: Right. Mm. Mm. Wow. Well, that's a lot to be said right there just on that last statement, Brother Matt. So we have less than two minutes left, but would you mind using that time to close us out in prayer as y'all finish your story? And you all story is definitely still not over, but for this mm-hmm. podcast we've mm-hmm. covered.
0: God forbid we experience <laughs> any more bad things.
1: So. <laughs> just pray Amen. for this family. Oh, yeah. um, but Confident would you we'll mind? see the
0: goodness of the Lord in that's the land right. of the living. That's Amen. right. So. That's
1: right. Um, taking this time to just pray over these listeners that might be experiencing maybe even just half of what we've talked about in these right. last four episodes.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Before I pray, I want to say one quick thing. That thing that you're hurting over, and you've just heard me talk about all of these bad things. You might be tempted to say, nothing bad has really happened to me. What they've been through is real pain. That's a lie from the enemy. Your pain is real and it matters. It matters so much. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I just come to you right now. And Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. We've had to be here and share this time together over these past few weeks. Lord, I just want to say anew and afresh. In the land of the living, I want to say that you're good. Andrea and I come in agreement and just say you are good, and we praise your good name for all that you've done for us. Lord, we are confident we will see our children again. And, Lord, I pray for all of these listeners that are holding on to your promises, even in the absence of evidences sometimes that you're working. But we want to say and know that you are because we know that because you're always working and you never forget us. In Jesus' name. Amen.